In the last three episodes of the Heroic Podcast, we have turned to the source of our heroic journeys and to our true guide through them. We have turned to God. Here we examine how we can practice silence, how we can confront our inner doubts and fears, and how we can truly experience a life of prayer. In episode 13, we took up the whole concept of silence. For men, this is something that is both counterintuitive and countercultural. Men think that life is found in the action of the world, but the real action happens in silence. Here we experience God in profound ways that shape our souls and make us into men. Richie Selshans gave us some helpful ways to think about silence and showed how silence has transformed his own life. In episode 14, we examine those inner conversations that play out in our heads. Here, our fears and anxieties, our self-condemning and self-critical thoughts find their voice. And if we keep listening to that voice, it will never lead us to good places. We must learn to listen to a different voice, the voice of truth, the voice of God. Scott Sauls was able to provide some ways to confront our negative self-talk and shared how that worked out in his own life. In episode 15, we discussed our call into a life of prayer. We looked at our pioneer and captain, Jesus himself, and how he entered the life of prayer with his Father. It is a life of being before doing, a life of communion before action. In that space of being and communion, we experience ourselves as beloved sons of God, Trevin Wax talked about his own story with prayer, the challenges and the opportunities that prayer offers. All of these episodes deal with our call to rise up as men and walk with God, a rethinking of manhood. It is a rising into a new life, a heroic life. Now we turn to some practical ways to help men do this. I'm Bill Delvaux, and this is Heroic a podcast about the surprising path to true manhood. In episodes 13 through 15, we talked about the necessary movement toward God that happens to a man when he takes the heroic journey. Richie, Scott, and Trevin were so helpful in navigating us through this critically important step in manhood. Carter Crenshaw, senior pastor of Weston Community Church, is going to join us again to help us think through ways we can assist men to keep turning toward God and engage Him at the heart level. Carter, thanks for coming back again to help us through um, thinking about these things. So what advice do you give men about structuring silence into their lives? How do you help them do that? Well, it all starts with their desire to, to do it. Right. First, they got to want it. it, it, And that's the key because there are 50 ways to have silence in your life. You know, there are 50 different – I mean, there are lots of different ways you can think about – in my mind, a person could think about cultivating intimacy with Jesus. And I do think – I believe personally in spiritual disciplines. Uh, And frankly, I've got to have a plan. That really helps me. I have a plan. Right. And I think do, most men do that. They at least have some sense of, okay, here's how I need to, to structure this. But w- the, the, the hill I see men have such a hard time climbing is 
is doing it in the first place, making the margin in the first place. Right. And it's always some form of, I don't have time to. Hmm. When in reality, and this is what we just got to come to grips with, I've got to be willing to say, I won't take time to. Yes. Desire That's right. It's all Desire. about priorities. It yeah. really is. And if you can't address that fundamental issue first, in my mind, you'll never really get – I'll never really get anywhere with uh, cultivating a relationship with Christ. Right. Which is where, where it all starts. That's right. Because different tools, very, very helpful. But until you move by it just being some sort of drive-in – Right, drive-in uh, uh, fast food restaurant experience, um, it, it's not going to happen. Well, talk just a minute about your your the practicalities of your own well, here's structure practi- thoughts. What what I, has really helped you over the years? I had to be cornered. Hmm. I was cornered by God, and the word is desperation. Huh. Because until I until I got up, because I had to and I longed to. Hmm. Until I really began to get up, not to do it to just to do it, to check the box or to have a devotion. Until I finally realized I'm getting up in the morning to start the conversation that will go throughout the day instead of compartmentalizing something that I would get back to the next day. Uh, it, having a time with the Lord didn't make sense. It just didn't make sense no. because if he's not involved in uh, if he's not involved in all the day, and if the day is not truly a hero- heroic quest, which we in which we have a vital part to play, it makes so, no sense to get w- with our with our uh, with our guide and captain. That's right. You know, I, I think of the men who used to fly uh, fly missions over Europe in World War II. Lots and lots of pilots were shot down and killed in the air war over Europe. I can assure you a pilot that was flying, an American or British pilot that was flying over Europe um, in World War II, would not miss the morning briefing with the chief pilot. He wouldn't because his life depended on and the lives of people around him. Desperation. When we begin to see we are in a fight. Now, the war's been won, but we're in a fight. We're still in a fight. We're going to get up with our chief pilot and then we're going to stay on his wing through the, through the day. And that, that's when you've got to understand, you've got to first understand the, the, the sense of time with the Lord. You've got to understand why. Why am I doing this? And then comes the conversation with him. Because what I would say, Bill, is until our times with the Lord are conversational versus monologue, uh, they're not. They're not what they can really, really be. So let's go here. This is a really important point. So my own trajectory with prayer has was for many years a monologue. So I speak to God, and it's like I just need to get all this stuff off my chest. But it occurred to me one day, if I had this relationship and somebody talked to me all the time and I never stopped to try and listen, what kind of relationship would that be? So talk about how you have learned to have a conversational dialogue with God. What, what has that been like for you, and how has that changed how you see silence? I think the conversation starts with God's Word. 
I do believe he's left us his word, and so he speaks, if you will, most clearly through his word. Yes. I do believe Absolutely. he speaks within the parameter of his word uh, through his spirit in a spirit-to-spirit communion hmm. uh, with us where he might speak to us about our particular circumstances or take Scripture and make a specific application right. to us. And that's where I think a journal is key because – because what a journal, uh, what I use my journal for is to record my conversation with him. Because I want to write down what he's saying, impressions that he's giving right. me, uh, what he wants me to take note of That's when so I'm cute. reading his word. It really, really and, is. And cute. then what happens when you go back and and sort of read? Well, some the of confidence those. to know he's continuing the dialogue yes. just soars. and that's what's so key. And we're not we're not talking about Twilight Zone kooky, spooky stuff, No, because I, th- I believe this is intimate conversation, and I'm always reminded, in, in my experience, true conversation with the Lord, He's not talking with me about lots of things I need to tell you. He's talking with me about me, as, as Aslan t- said to Shasta. <laughs> I'm not telling you her story. I'm telling you yours. Your story. And I think that's really, really critical. This is for you. And yep. and I think it is critical because when I am in that conversational dialogue with the Lord, what he gives me in that is not what I think I need. Well, not what I think I need. Like, I need the answer to this. I need the answer to this. It often is simple affirmations of scriptural truths that he says, no, this is for you. This is you. This is you. You know, you're my treasure. You're my beloved son. You know, I'll be with you today. Just work with me today. I mean, it, they're very simple things. It's like it's the truths of Scripture, but instead of them, you know, just reading it off the page, it's like listening to your father say them to you. It's like, oh, my. You know, it's interesting. He, he wants to actually speak that to me, and the answer is, oh, yes, he does. And when, when I hear you say that, I'm, I'm reminded that most people, myself included, Many people that I work with, and myself included, I want God to tell me what to do, or I want God to tell me what's going to happen. Yes. When, when I, and when I was listening to you, really, what the Lord wants to say is, Carter, this is who I am. This is who you are. And watch what I do in and through you as things unfold. Right. Because this is a quest. And right. this is not about God telling us about what's. Around every bend in the road, it's about the fact that he is in us, working through us, as we take the corner. And he wants to walk with us. Yes. So it's yep. it's always learning this life of trust Yes. versus, you know, if we got all the answers, then we just would control the situation. Yeah, man, leave him far I mean, behind. No, yeah, I mean, no trust needed. Yep, leave him so that, far that behind. that conversation, that sense of being in the battle, desperation, having the conversation with the Lord— and what has really helped you learn to listen to Scripture and listen to the Lord in terms of, you know, we listen to all the inner, you know, there's an inner dialogue, what I call negative self-talk that's going on. And then there are those things that I would call demonic intrusions, lies that are planted inside of us. How, how do you help men learn to, again, listen to truth and listen to the Lord versus all of that static, if we want to call it that? Mm-hmm. So we've been given ears, so we're going to listen to something. We're always listening. And so, so I truly believe the spiritual discipline, 
And when I use the word discipline, you know, sometimes I think, oh, this is negative. No, discipline is not negative. It's just being intentional. Let's just call it training, okay. spiritual training. Or, we want to call it that. Okay, yes. that's great. And what I would say is I, 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 I really encourage people to read the Word of God regularly because God is speaking. He is speaking. Now, sometimes we listen more intently. Sometimes we listen less intently. But he promises that when he's talking, it's going to impact us. It won't return void. Right. It, it will transform us. And so I, would, I, I, I really encourage Scripture. Memory is very helpful. I think just reading his word and really understanding, talk, being with other people mm-hmm. and interacting with his word. Right. And then, I, then I, I do practice a time of, Lord, what are you saying? And pause in silence. Uh, and this, he, now we're on to something. So you ask, you just ask the Lord a question, and then you just sit, and you just you're just open to receive whatever, if anything, maybe nothing, maybe something. Now this can be revolutionary, and it can also lead to great heresies. And so I, I laugh a little bit at myself about this. Um, there's some great writing, including yours, Bill, about this idea of a conversational relationship. And B, I think it's very, very important that we go slowly and carefully with the Lord because there's a reason Satan's called the father of lies. Yes. Because what's inherent is he's talking. And as John says— He's saying something. you gotta, you got to learn to uh, discern the spirits. Spot the counterfeit. And, exactly. and again, part of this is in the uh, learning to discern what is, you know, talk from— that we would consider demonic, my own self-talk and the Lord. Yes. And all three of those, yep. as I say, have a different sound, a different tenor, a different texture. And one of the things that I, I know I talk about with men is, you know, helping them discern that. And part of the community of faith is, you know, if you're not sure, ask another man who has some maturity spiritually, what do you think? Do you think this is me talking? You know, is this the Lord? You know, and you have that openness to have that conversation with other men because I can promise you if the Lord is talking, it'll be, you know, other men will go, it will no, re- that's, no, it, no, that, that, it'll that's resonate. it. Yeah, so there's a communal yep. aspect of yep. this is not just me and Jesus. Yep. And I think that's a really important point to say here. Yep. I, I agree completely. It's the communion of faith. Um, anything else you'd like to say about the life of prayer? And yes. it's, it's just absolute vital importance in the heroic quest. Yes, and I want you to, I really want to say this very carefully. Do not wait until you think you know exactly how to do it to start. (laughs) Start. To start. Say, Lord, please speak to me. And then record what you are, are thoughts that come to your mind. Record things. Right. Read the word and then take note of what some people say, jumps out at right. you. I would simply argue that the Lord is taking that and saying, hey, this is for you. Hello. Boom. That's right. Boom. Boom. You know. And so don't, don't, you don't have to get, listen, if you're married. You don't have to get it all right. You don't. Mm-hmm. Do you always hear your wife perfectly? <laughs> no, of course not. Does that give you a free pass not to listen at all? Absolutely not. you got to cultivate this right. thing. So get out there and try. And don't worry about being perfect right. with it. Because what's going to happen is it'll begin to be a real free flow of conversation yeah. and then you won't be thinking about it anymore that's don't, exactly. you're just don't, be in it yeah you just don't overthink it. it that's right just jump in just the water's fine and part of that is the belief that god will show up and lead you along the way if you just open yourself and go this has been heroic 
Join us for the next episode as we explore living out the heroic journey as a single man, the challenges and the vast opportunities. If you're enjoying the Heroic Podcast, please rate and review on Apple Podcasts and tell a friend who might want to listen in. Rating and word of mouth are the best ways to get the word out. You might also like my book, Heroic, The Surprising Path to True Manhood. Heroic will give you what you need to take the journey to become a man. It will help you find your guide for the journey, own your true identity, and discover your quest. This is how we become truly heroic. Go to HeroicBook.com for more information and to order a copy. That's HeroicBook.com.